You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You know, of all of the hundreds, if not more than that, uh, people that we've interviewed, <laughs> you know, the, the majority... It always comes through just like it like it should. It usually does. There's been a couple of times where, you know, there's been a no-show or a no-call. Yesterday was not one of those days I expected I that. did not expect it either, especially since they didn't really have to put in, you know, a lot, a lot into it. We, we came to them. <laughs> uh, I have to say, I never thought I would say the words, we were stood up by donkey lips. <laughs> there, I just wanted to get that out there. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we'll explain what that was at the beginning of the show here. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget one thing. That's to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. If you're going to buy anything from Amazon, anything, anything at, all, at all, big, se- small, and it can be a secret. We don't, we, we don't know what you're buying. Every time you say that, it makes it sound like we know what they're buying. I mean, I don't know specifically what you're you buying. You don't know. I you don't. don't. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. Some making it seem like you do. I don't, I don't know what people are buying. They're free to buy whatever they want, Sarah. I'm not judging. I don't care. All I want them to do is go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. That's all I'm asking. I mean, if you want to tell us what you're buying, you can. But, I mean, you don't have to. There's no reason for that. All I want is the extra click. That's it, Sarah. That's, <laughs> that's all I'm asking for. So, uh, so there is that. Thank you very much. And, uh, and we've got a bunch of other stuff to bring up today, but I do want to uh, – I think we should talk about what, what donkey lips. I can't believe it's, that that actually happened. Like I, because it wasn't going to happen, then it was going to happen, then it didn't happen. So, so let's walk back through yeah. this and explain because, number one, I think the majority of people don't even know what, uh, what donkey lips is. And I was one of those people until I've now been I'm surprised you're informed. actually getting his name right. You kept calling him like Lunch Bucket. <laughs> For some reason, I had it in my head that his name, <laughs> was, was, Lunch that his name was Lunch Bucket. I don't know why, how I got that or and where that like, came from. And it was like unironically saying like – I thought he was trying to joke you know, because donkey lips is a really silly name. Well, let's explain what that is yeah. because uh, like I said, most people probably don't know. Honestly, when I first heard that name, I thought it was something like porny or something. People are asking so, how much juice you've had today, Greg. No juice. Just uh, You've had uh, almost an entire pot of coffee. I've, yeah, yeah. I've been at the studio since 8, uh, eight this morning. I think it's like 1 p.m. now, and I've been drinking a lot of coffee during that time. Mm-hmm. So it's about five hours of drinking coffee. It's a okay. lot of coffee. That a lot of coffee. A, it's very overwhelming. I've had a lot of coffee. Yes, you have. Um, all right, so I'll, I'll, I'll slow it down. Um, the uh, Everything Is Festival is happening here in Portland right now, which you can find out information about that at hollywoodtheater.org. It's, uh, it's, you sound like you're trying to talk like a grown-up. It's great. It's, a big, <laughs> it's, it's a big you know amalgamation of like comedy and music and, um, and, and movies and found footage stuff. It's just kind of this big thing that's going on. It's, it's really cool. But one of the things that was happening yesterday is the reunion of a Nickelodeon show called Salute Your Shorts. I had no friggin' clue what Salute Your Shorts is. I I've freely have admitted that. I have never seen the show. I didn't get Nickelodeon when I was a kid. We didn't. I, I had no idea what that program was. Honestly, probably, Sarah, you were the first person to ever bring that up to me. Mm-hmm. Because you talked about one of the first stories I remember back when we, were, we started this show, like over five years ago. I remember you talking about how your friend in... At some point, made out with a character from a uh, children's show. Yep, from Salute Your Shorts. From yep. Salute, which turned out to be Salute Your Shorts. And you said, "Yeah, she made out with Donkey Lips." <laughs> and I, I, I didn't really understand that was the name of a character on the show. For one, that's a 
It sounds very really surprising. Porny. It's it's very porny. It's sounding. very surprising you would have a character named Donkey Lips <laughs> at any point, but apparently that was the, this character's name, and he was the one of the big characters on this Salute Your Short show, which lasted for what, like a couple seasons or something. I think it was like one one season, maybe two. Okay, but yeah, it apparently it resonated long. with people. Because it did. It was like a, it was in a lot of people's like formative years. I think it came out when I was like ten or eleven, and that was during the time that Nickelodeon was super popular. Well, maybe it still is. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the kids, <laughs> nor am I one anymore. But um. Yeah, it was like that, uh, back-to-back with, like, Salute Your Shorts, Are You Afraid of the Dark, uh, Clarissa Explains It All, The Adventures no of idea. Pete and Pete. Not a clue. All of those. Well, Salute Your Shorts was one of, them. one of them, and it was uh, by far, I think, the silliest one out of all of them. <laughs> okay, so so um, with that, they are having a re- reunion of the cast of Salute Your Shorts mm-hmm. here in town. And we were we had been kind of going back and forth, and there's actually a few guests that we we're going back and forth on trying to figure out if we can coordinate to interview some really cool ones. So we'll let you know if they happen. There is one tomorrow we'll talk about here in a minute mm-hmm. that that is confirmed. That is very much confirmed. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Uh, so so with this one though, uh, Donkey Lips. What's his actual name? His I, name I can't is, call him Donkey Lips. I feel so gross calling his him. His real name is Michael. Michael. So Sarah's <laughs> been going back and forth with Michael himself as far as coordinating a quick interview yesterday, and it wasn't going to be in studio. We we're going to have to go on location. And yesterday, I I was at home editing, and it was like got to be like seven thirty or something like that. And I just got done with this this job I was on, and I saw this email from Michael saying, "Hey, gonna be at the hotel where we were trying staying." Trying to class it up and not say donkey lips. <laughs> donkey, I can't say donkey lips anymore. Okay, I just can't say donkey lips. I did, but then I keep doing it. Donkey lips sent an email uh, saying, "You know, hey, gonna be at the hotel. Let's meet up." And Sarah was already out at something, and so I just called her. Right away. I'm like, "Hey." Donkey Lips wants us to go to his hotel to interview him. Uh, I'm going to swing by and pick you up. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. So so we, so we, I went by, picked up Sarah, and we rushed down. No, we had to, like, it was a to-do to get down there because uh, Greg came to pick me up. Lo and behold, he just, he realized that he was out of gas, so we had to go to a gas station. Then we realized that our recorder, uh, like, the batteries were gone. Yeah. So we had to go get new batteries, went to one store. They didn't have batteries. Had to yeah, go to two separate we're trying stores. to rush down there to get to this thing. Yeah, I had to go to two separate stores because the Mini Mart was sold out of AA batteries, of all things. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, we finally get there. And we're there in plenty of time for what was, for the window of opportunity that we were given with, with Donkey Lips. And so... Yeah, he said be there before 8.30, and we got there probably about 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so we went over to the hotel room where where we were supposed to meet him, and it's kind of weird, you know, walking up. I've got a recorder, Sarah and I. It's always weird when you're meeting somebody at a hotel that you've never met before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something about that that's just kind of odd to me. I always feel kind of creepy about it. What, when you're going to someone's hotel room? Yeah, if I've never met him before, I'm just like showing up at somebody's hotel room. Why would that weird. be weird? I don't and know. How it's many like going into somebody's are... bedroom. Okay, wait. I think this, the question that I need to ask you is how many strangers' hotel rooms are you going to? Um, I mean, I don't think like, I was... It seems like you have experience with this. What hotel rooms are you going to where you're meeting strangers' Well, not strangers', strangers hotel rooms. There. I don't do it very often. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it's a little bit uncomfortable when you do that. I. I don't remember the last time I went to a stranger's hotel room. I don't know if that's a good thing or a sad thing. Anyway, I – that would just sound bad. All right. So it's been a long week. So, um, so it has, yeah, we but showed it's been up, a short week, but it, those always seem the longest. It's been a very long week. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, it was showed up at the, uh, at the hotel room and, um, and we're sitting there knocking. You know, we didn't want to like be too overwhelming, but we're just standing outside of this hotel room and it just kept knocking. Yeah. So we, I did like a quiet – like a Yeah. Sarah did the quiet knock. Knock, then – 
and then, then more like <laughs> I was trying to get her to uh, put her ear up to the door just to see if they could hear anybody talking in there. But you know, I don't know. Maybe he has. Maybe he has groupies. Are there salute your shorts groupies? There let me very ask you much so are. I mean, really. Why do you think that my friend – I won't say her – I almost said her name. I um, I probably have said it before, but whatever. Uh, why do you think my friend made out with him? It wasn't because, uh, you know, she thought he was like the hottest thing ever. It was because he was donkey lips from Salute Your Shorts. And that's why she made out with him? Because yeah. he was donkey lips? Yes. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean – I just need one fucking season on a show. That's all I one need. One thing, one thing. I need two guest like, spots on a Star Trek series. And he was – uh, you know, his character was gross on the show. Like he was clear – he was like the grossest character on the show. And that dude's still getting play. <laughs> wow. I mean good for him. Mm-hmm. Good good on him. I, I have – I'm that's just fantastic for him. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking. I was like, oh, what if he's – what if he's uh, a little bit indisposed right now? What if something's going on there? He's Maybe making he's making sweet, sweet love to a salute your shorts what groupie. If somebody's <laughs> making love to donkey lips. You know, <laughs> for some reason I don't believe donkey lips makes love. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he does. I don't know what he does. And so we're knocking on the door and knocking and knocking, and we just we look like. In a way, I kind of felt like, you know, we were like, uh, you, like, like you were a call girl and I was a pimp, like standing outside of a door waiting for somebody to knock on it. That's kind of that's kind of what it might have seemed like to an outside observer. OK, but um, but with that, you know, I, I was uh, it, it was kind of it was we, we just kept knocking and nobody answered. And so we sent an email. I'm just like, hey. We're outside. And by that point, we're kind of feeling creepy because we're standing outside of this hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I think the people who all were, you know, work at the hotel know who's staying it because we asked for a specific room number. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's right over there underneath those stairs over mm-hmm. there. And we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And so it, we're standing out there, recorder in hand. Yeah. Starting to look creepier by the minute. Uh-huh. And, and so we, we uh, you know, just kind of stood there, wait out there for a while, looking really creepy, like we're stalking somebody outside of their hotel room, stalking donkey lips. No stalking response. Donkey lips. And so finally we, we ended up taking us. I'll say this. Um, we did end up getting an email today, I think it came through. It was or, like at 2 o'clock or, this morning. Or 2 o'clock this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah so and today. I guess – I think they had been rushed off to go probably unexpectedly go, to go to the venue where they were going to be performing. Yeah, I so, think I mean, that- it's OK. He wasn't a jerk or anything. Um but yeah, I think that it was busier and more. Um, I think it, his time crunch was bigger than he expected. Yeah, Dorf in the chat is saying it's it is creepy. Like the guy ordered up a Portland couple to come visit. Yeah, like because there's a guy and a girl standing outside the door. Like, oh uh, my god, it totally. That's what I'm like saying. That. That's what I'm saying. And also, yes, I would have to be the pimp in the situation because that's that's if that were. Oh yes, be that clearly, situation. Greg, because you're the manliest of men and well, you look yes, like a very scary pimp. I'm very scary pimp. Yes, I would be wonderful at it. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I'd be I'd be good at that. So the bottom line is we got stood up by donkey lips. We did, And in so fact. I want to apologize for everybody out there who's a, who's a listener who is missing out on the donkey lips interview. Um, it was an inadvertent stand-up. Mm. But but still, we did we did get. Stood I love up. Greg's concern about the donkey lips interview because he was you know when he called he's like so should we interview donkey lips I'm like oh we totally should because you know he doesn't know since you don't have the pop culture reference yeah you didn't no know idea how it was you're like no do idea. people is this is this good should we get a donkey lips interview do you think we'll get listen I'm like sure why not let's get the donkey lips interview let's see what happens I think well I, I heard that the show last night went amazing they're already all gone okay so the salute your shorts thing okay had, like dead and gone uh, already happened but. Maybe it was. Maybe it was just not meant to be. Maybe we weren't supposed <laughs> to meet Donkey Lips. Just, just you know, that's the elusive interview we'll always be chasing. We'll always be the wa- Donkey Lips interview. I'm pretty sure we would be able to call him right now. No, nah, I'm just gonna say that we're always gonna be chasing it. 
So we're always the one that it. got away. Donkey lips on the next episode of Fun Employment Radio. Uh, it's being speculated in our chat, Greg, at funemploymentradio.com/live. That yes. in the in between the two of us, I indeed would be the pimp. You would not be the pimp. Everyone is saying that I would be the pimp. No one is saying that mm-hmm. you would not. You would not be the pimp in that situation. Yep. I would Sarah have to would be totally the pimp. turn Greg out if the situation merited. Yep. Oh, meaning that you have a lack of morals and that you would totally like try to do that to me. Yeah, I could see that. No, I'm just saying I, I, I think I – So you're I saying I'm the better the... person. Maybe I'm OK with this. Yes, I am a better person. I guess if that's how you want to put it down, you know, if that's what – that's the way you're saying the prost- I'm sorry. What's the moral quandary here? You're saying the prostitute is a better person than the pimp? I don't know what I'm saying. What I'm just are saying, you saying? I'm just saying I'm, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I've kind of lost myself in this in this situation <laughs> uh, because Sarah is Greg's bully is what Bean says. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you are the bully in this situation. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm determined to launch an anti-bullying campaign against you. That's what's going to have to happen. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Donkey Lips, he's out there somewhere. He's out there somewhere. Out there floating around in this world. But alas, our paths did not cross. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. That is strange because he did write us last minute because we had been you know talking back and forth, and, well, then, and I, then he wrote and like just sent us his hotel room number. My guess <laughs> is, um, my guess is you're probably right. There are a lot of there are a lot of big fans of Salute Your Shorts, and he probably did get overwhelmed with other. I don't know if he was doing interviews or stuff going on. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, you know, in the Salute Your Shorts world. Which I'm only vaguely familiar with. Uh, I'm sure it's. Uh, I'm sure that was a. Pretty well, when big I thing, first, so. I mean, uh, like for the backstory, real quick. So when I first wrote him a few days ago, uh, he wrote back immediately. Yeah. Like right after it, he wrote that he would be honored to come on our show. So well, that's very if, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he had uh, heard of us before. Probably. Oh yeah, that could be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Donkey Lips, if you're listening, no, no hard feelings on this end, and uh, we'll, we'll get someday, you next time. <laughs> someday our paths will cross, Donkey Lips. Someday. Stop sounding. The more that perhaps we're talk- on a bus station in the more Mexico. We're talking about this, the more like the more it's sounding like he ordered us. Wait, he didn't order us. I know, but I mean, like to come to his hotel room. Well, like, we weren't paid. I know. I mean, if that was the situation, right? Um, Simon's saying, "Are you sure you had the right room number?" Yeah, double check that about about ten times because mm-hmm. I had the same. I would never knock on a door unless I was one hundred percent sure. It does. The way I keep talking, it does sound like I go to a lot of strange hotel rooms. It does sound like it. it sounds like I you're always that. invading people's hotel rooms. Yeah, no, that's not what I do. That's not what I do. I I find uh, no, no. I do like staying at hotels though. Sure. Yeah, and I like trying to like peek. You ever walk by? I no. know people do this. Okay, what, what are you doing? Okay, when you're saying when you're staying at a hotel. I'm going to admit that I do this because I know a lot of other people do it too. When you're walking down like a hallway and say there's somebody else like getting into a hotel room and they – but they, they've propped the door open for a minute. Do you look in? Well, I mean I guess so. Do you but like I don't full like, on look in? I don't look forward to it. Like it isn't Why not? Think don't about. you want to see what they're doing with their hotel room? I do that in like my apartment building. I like to see what people's apartments Well, see that's like. creepier than what I'm talking it's about. It's not creepy. This is just somebody's temporary little home. But yeah, no, I always look in there. I'll do it like casually. I'll try to How do casual. How much time are you spending in hotels? Not enough, apparently. No, not enough. I like staying in hotel rooms. It's okay. Fun. Yeah. It's like you're a whole different person. I don't like where this is going either. Anyway, let's move on from that. Um, yeah, hotel peeping is what it's being mentioned in the chat. That's yeah. The great yeah. Nibbler story. No, and I do. And I know a lot of other people do this too. You Are you telling me that you don't? I I don't I can't remember the last time I went to a hotel and I can't remember the last time I looked it's in one of someone's the hotel rooms. That's just that's just a weird thing to like Why? remember. 
Why? That's what you do when you're walking down the hall. When you're walking down the hall to whatever your hotel is, like say you're in Vegas or something like that, you always you always got to take a glance and be like, well, what's going on in there? Well, what's happening in that one? Um, Yeah, I I wouldn't call it peeping necessarily. I mean, if the if the the door is open, you know, maybe uh, you know, you just take a little glance, little little sneaker. Do you think it's like an invitation in? No, I don't want to go in. No, I don't you want to go in. poke your head around? Just, just no, I don't, look around so I don't put my head in there. No, it's just it's the same thing as when you're walking down the sidewalk and somebody's got their windows open, you know, and their, and their blinds up. But as long as you're on the sidewalk, oh, boy. So as long as you're on the sidewalk, though, but if somebody has their windows, like, wide open like that and you're on the sidewalk and you're just walking and you're on a public spot and you glance up, whatever's in that window, that's for public viewing. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. That's how you are sounding so creepy right now. Let's move on to something else. Let's talk about a cat for a minute. Yeah. All right. So one of the interviews we do have confirmed for tomorrow is this. It is an internet sensation by the oh, name a of life, Le- a, a life sensation. Like it isn't just internet. Yeah, it's past that now, huh? Oh, yeah, it is. It's a multi-million dollar empire. World. Yes. Lil Bub. Lil Bub the cat. If you aren't familiar with what Lil Bub is, um, ask a child under the age of 14. <laughs> they will know what Lil Bub or is. Or our friend Jessica. Or our friend Jessica. Mm-hmm. Lil Bub is this, just, just type it into Google. You will see it's this cat, which you've probably seen a picture of. The cat is missing like part of its lower jaw. You might jaw. not know its name, but if you see the picture of the cat, you're like, okay, it's that's It's very that's distinctive, yeah, yeah, because its tongue is always out. And we, tomorrow, Sarah and I, are going to be interviewing Lil Bub and Lil Bub's owner. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be meeting Lil them Bub tomorrow. And, Mike. and let me just say this. I did not understand how big of a thing this was. Lil Bub has its own uh, her. her own talk show. She has her own talk show. And it's uh, you can find it on YouTube in different places. Whoopi Goldberg has been on it. Um Michelle Obama has been on it. What? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Michelle Obama was on Lil Bub's talk show. And so how what is Lil Bub's talk show like? Is it like does it, it's okay so the the they don't do like a fake voice for the cat. They just have um uh, uh, what am I? What am I thinking of? What, oh, like an over. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, like an overdub. Close caption. Close caption. Kind there of, you go. Kind of. Uh, so, so they have just to have that printed at the bottom, and then as you, why am I blanking on that word? That's that's driving me nuts. Anyway, um, so they have that printed at the bottom, Close and then captioned? the other person, it's kind of, it's not really though, but so the so the other person will uh, just kind of interview, and then they'll just have the words printed there. The other person pretends like they can understand what little Bub is saying, and just goes back and forth. It's it's really. Uh, bizarre, mm. but it is huge. Yeah, Carrie's uh, in the chat saying, uh, I've never heard of Lil Bub until you guys mentioned it. I have a life. Um, let me just say, I mean, it is a big thing. Mm. And I totally understand. It, it's aimed more for children. But it is, um, I mean, and I'm not joking when I say it's a multi-million dollar empire. Yeah. This Lil Bub thing. And the, the good thing about it, though, is a lot of it goes to charity. Oh, yeah. Like, like, most like the majority the... of the profits go to charity to help uh, animals and things like that. So it's for a good cause. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to be going to meet them tomorrow. <laughs> it's definitely – it's going to be a real-life Catter Day, Greg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the Catter thing that Day? I... Did you really say that? Yeah, it's Catter Day. Oh, wow. We're interviewing a cat tomorrow, Greg. We have to embrace it. You are it. getting that much closer to becoming a cat lady. But no. yes, we are interviewing uh, them tomorrow. So I don't really know how the interview is going to go. If yeah, we, because like... the owner doesn't do a lot of interviews. Um, so I'm assuming that we're going to talk to the owner. But then I don't really know how in podcast form we interview a cat. So yeah. that's going to be. Well, this will be an opportunity if you're not following us on uh, Twitter. 
Follow us at Fun Imp Radio, and uh, we will be posting on Periscope. Maybe we might post it on Periscope. That that might be how it's uh, going to be live. But we'll have to we'll have to double check on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely follow us on there. We have been posting things on Periscope, so that's a pro. It, you can download Periscope onto your phone, either iPhone or Android, and then you can follow us at Fun Imp Radio. And then sometimes we'll pop up with live videos, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like maybe, we did earlier today. Maybe earlier today, maybe after yeah. the show. So well. anyway, that's that's what's going to be happening tomorrow. So it's it will be uh, it shall be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we do a little bit of uh, World of Crazy, sir? Yes. I was just sorry. I, I fell down the uh, the rabbit hole or the, the cat hole because I was looking at pictures of a little bub. No. No, I'm not going to give that credence. My friends. Hi, how are you? You know that little bub interview, us trying to interview a cat's probably going to be like our most successful interview ever. I hope so. <laughs> we won't even know what we're doing. <laughs> I'm just excited to hug a cat tomorrow. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, uh, Dateline Seattle, Washington, mm-hmm. our sister to the north. No, don't say that. Isn't it? It's like a. I mean, I guess, city. but I don't know. That's it's. I don't know if I would really call it that. But anyway, yes. Okay. Sorry, you just you seem like you're very firmly disagreeing. With I, I disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you? Because it makes us seem like the the. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Dateline Seattle, Washington. A Seattle couple had their car broken into. Uh, where a pair of sunglasses was stolen, but thankfully, what the burglar didn't steal. Was a one million dollar winning uh, winning Powerball ticket that was wow, sitting really? underneath the sunglasses. Now, yes. did this person know it was a one million dollar winning Powerball ticket? So they didn't when they left know. It in the car. They didn't know at that point because it was a second chance winning ticket. So they didn't win the initial, you know, like the big two hundred and fifty million dollar or whatever Powerball thing. But did you know that Powerball does second chances? No, I didn't either. So hang on to those tickets, apparently, because they were able. Uh, to win a million dollars for their ticket for a second chance prize. Wow. But anyway, so this idiot thief broke into their car, stole a pair of sunglasses that were sitting on the dash that were sitting on top of this Powerball ticket. And didn't take the Powerball and didn't, ticket. And thankfully did not take the Powerball ticket. Wow. Yeah. So the couple uh, who requested anonymity, I'm sure because they don't want everyone trying to hit them up now for their million bucks. Well, how much did they go home with? Um, I don't know. I think you get. And I'm like, not going to be one of those people. I know people are always like that. Well, well, yeah, but you don't get to keep it all because of taxes. Which still, though, you're going to walk out with. Oh yeah. What like half a million? Probably you get pay like half the lump taxes. Sum. Yeah, it depends if you like choose the spacing it out or the um or if you like get it in a lump sum. They probably mm-hmm. get like seven hundred thousand in the taxes. Yeah, probably like half a million. I'd say. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. I would accept that. I could use that. I would. I would be okay with that. Uh, so the couple who requested uh, anonymity said they forgot to check the numbers on their Powerball ticket after it failed to win the $350 million uh, jackpot in February's drawing. Well, they've hung on to this for three months and they've had a million dollars sitting around. Jeez. Oh, that's a dream. Uh, so the couple said they didn't even think about second chance prizes. Uh, they said the ticket has yes, sat in their car for about three months before they wow. forgot to, before they actually realized, oh, they should check it again. 
so they said the ticket sat in their car for about three months. Someone broke into their car a few weeks ago and stole a pair of sunglasses. The stolen sunglasses were sitting on top of the, wi- <laughs> the winning ticket. Uh, the couple checked the numbers on the ticket last week and discovered they had won a million dollar second chance prize. Damn, I wonder if that, I wonder, because I, every now and then I'll buy a Powerball ticket when it gets up to the super huge millions, hundreds of millions. Mm. I never, I That's didn't know true. there was a second chance. I'd throw them it. away. Me too. Damn it. Oh my God, we've probably thrown away millions of dollars. What if I have dollars? thrown away millions of dollars? Now that's going to keep me up at night. Oh I'm going to have to worry about that. Don't worry about it. Man. Well, it's gone now, yeah, even if you did. there's yeah, true. No, way, you'll never know. Did you know, I didn't know that uh, stores are rewarded uh, when somebody mm-hmm. wins the lottery. Yeah, they get a prize. All right, so yeah, so the small store that they bought it in in Seattle uh, will receive a $10,000 selling bonus. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, if you sell like the the big giant jackpot winning one, yeah, the store gets like a whole bunch of money. Real? Well, because that encourages the store to sell more lotto tickets. Okay, like pitch them to people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where the incentive program is. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. So, <laughs> meanwhile, the burglar just got away with a pair of sunglasses. So that is very lucky. All right. Uh, next up, out of Florida, Florida's starting to get a little more active. I think as it's getting closer to summer, it's definitely getting warmer. Warmer. It is. It's, it's warmer up here. It is. I am. I am melting over here. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. So if yes. you hear like something on the microphone setting, like, are you fanning yourself? It's me the fanning myself. Okay. I've got the vapors. All right. <laughs> All right, a Florida man in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, tried to and unsuccessfully did not accomplish. Uh, he tried to rob a pawn shop in broad daylight by shoving an AK-47 down the front of his pants. Because, of course, that's a very small, small, so tiny weapon. They just have the AK-47s just laying around? It's Florida, I would imagine so. It's just like on a like a clothes rack? Like in a vending it's a clothes machine? rack of guns? Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those Florida gun vending machine okay. things. Okay, all right. No. <laughs> so Florida man has been arrested after he tried to rob a pawn shop in broad daylight and, and stuffed an assault weapon down his pants. 19-year-old Marlon Alvarez, Marlon, Marlon Alvarez, 19, uh, now faces grand theft charges stemming from the incident. Marlon like the fish or like weigh-ins? Um, Marlon, like, uh, weigh-ins. Okay. Marlon. Just want to make sure. Uh, so this happened a couple weeks ago, and he now faces charges of grand theft. Uh, he appeared in court yesterday where a judge uh, described the defendant's dumb plan. Uh, the judge said to him, you allegedly went to a pawn shop, removed an AK-47 rifle on display, and shoved it into your pants. After a while, you pulled it out, put it back, then grabbed another assault rifle off of another display, and then put it in your pants again. So this guy apparently didn't like the first one he grabbed. So then he took that one out. How close are they watching their guns? Uh, not very close. Not not very close, apparently. At this pawn shop. I don't know. I've never been in a pawn, uh, pawn shop before. Oh, really? No, they make me sad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a house of broken dreams. But oh, at the totally same time, is. there's some cool shit in there sometimes. I guess. It's fun to I mean, go through. I don't want to take someone's cool shit that they just have there on, on layaway because like eh. they needed money to pay for like their bills. It just makes me sad. Well, I mean, you know, that's the nature of the beast. You know what I know was in a pawn shop where the stolen uh, drum um, drum parts from Stone's Drum that were you stolen know those and were? put to a pawn shop. No, I'm sure that's what. Uh, oh yeah, that's a whole other story. Ex uh, ex roommate, not a good roommate. Uh, don't I, I can't even. I don't even want to get to that. Oh one. no, we'll I leave that one. I shouldn't have even brought that up. No. You can look back in the archives and uh, at funemploymentradio.com. You can find you can find that story. Honestly, I hope to God that guy never sees you on the street because I think you're not going to be able to help yourself from punching him in the face. No, except the only thing that will keep me from doing that is my um, firm fear of jail. Okay, that's that's the only thing that would keep me from that. 
All right. Well, I'll be your witness. He hit you first. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. All I right. mean, just a, this is for satirical purposes. It's for satirical. We're joking. We're joking. No, seriously, I will say that he swung at you. Okay. All right. Uh, so the AP reports that the owner of the shop stopped at the alleged uh, stopped the alleged thief when he saw him limping out the door with a giant lump in the front of his pants, which of course was the AK forty seven, eight hundred and fifty dollar rifle that they didn't have locked up. What the at the pawn right. shop? Okay. Not only is it you know a, an assault weapon, it's also eight hundred and fifty dollars that you're not watching. Uh, so he shoved it down the leg of his pants. Uh, so they were able to uh, catch him because he couldn't run very fast with the gun, you know, in the front of his pants. He's being held on a $25,000 bond for grand theft and the violation of a domestic violence injunction. So he's just an all-around good guy. Okay. Yeah. Also very smart. Also, that is a terrible pawn shop. Yeah, that's like the worst pawn shop ever. I like going into... Uh I, well, what I would like to go to is the uh, the pawn shop in Vegas that Pawn Stars is from. Mm. I know. I'm going to admit that. Oh, I know that you do. Do you yeah. just want to be on the TV or do you want to meet them in person? No, I just want to go to it. Oh, with the old uh, the old man egg eater? Yeah, the old man does look like he chews a, he eats a lot of eggs. Oh, God, and they're all like He's sloppy. Like he eats eggs with his mouth open. Oh, such sloppy you know? egg eating. So if you ever hear us reference egg eaters, that's what we're talking about, because I enjoy There's eggs. There's a specific kind but of I mean, person who's an egg eater. Well, no, I mean, the egg eater, it's, it's the egg eater that chews with their mouth open and then gets it in their teeth. Mm, mm. Just really wet. Yeah, 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 wet and kind of sloppy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Egg shockwave in the chat is asking: Do they just have assault rifles hanging with the guitars or something? Yeah, yeah it seems like it. If someone could just walk up and take the time to shove it into their uh-huh. pants, not only remove it from its display, and then take the time to shove it into your pants. Yes. Uh, so there you have it. From young Florida man to old crazy Florida man uh, to Lake Wales, Florida, we go. Police have arrested 82-year-old. Uh, an 82-year-old Lake Wales man for slashing a woman's tires in a parking lot because he claimed she was sitting in his favorite bingo seat. Wow. <laughs> an 82-year-old slashed a woman's bingo tires. Bingo people get pretty intense about bingo that stuff. Bingo people and their superstitions and their daubers and their Didn't you everything. work at a, at a retirement community? I did. Where they had, did they have bingo there? They, I worked more in the kitchen. I worked in like the dining, so I'm sure they had bingo, but I was mm-hmm. never around it. Okay. I did do a <laughs> really awful, 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 awful TV show with Rick Emerson years ago. A poker show. Oh, yeah. No, we have footage of that. Somebody sent in a video of that. Oh, fuck that. I will never see that again. But uh, it was a, uh, like... That was a pretty bad show. It was the most awful show <laughs> ever. I know nothing about poker. And I talked to these people who um, did not want to talk to me and give them a fucking teddy bear at the end because it was sponsored by some... Jer Bear or something. Jer Bear, yeah. It was sponsored by Jer Bear, who just smelled like death and whiskey and cigars. Oh, it was just gross. <laughs> Smells like death, whiskey, and cigars. No, and I had to, like, shove the... Anyway, the, the point being, it took place at this bingo hall out on, like, 120-something in southeast Portland, and it was just stinky. It was when you could still How smoke. did you even get that job? Uh, because of Rick. Like, did, did Rick, so, like, audition for that, or they came to No, Rick? they came They came to both me and Rick, so, and they are like, hey, we Nothing so- screams, I, and just, this is just behind the scenes, uh, this is back, terrestrial radio from the Rick Emerson show, so Rick Emerson is who we're talking about. Rick does not scream a uh, poker guy He likes me. poker. Does he? He okay. played poker, yeah, he plays poker. All right. Well, um, which I was surprised, too, I didn't poker, know, so. yeah. So he was, like, more of a man, uh, like, he was one of the dudes, like, calling the shots, like, oh, yeah, he's going from, like, to king, th- I, I don't know, what, okay. whatever poker terms are. Right. And then I was, like, the interviewer at the, you know, at the end when someone would win, 
you know, and have to talk to them and say, well, how did you feel about that round? It was the dumbest show. <laughs> it was awful. I had to give grown people, like grown-ups, adults, teddy bears as their reward because it was in the contract with Jer Bear. That's weird. It was so weird. This was on television? This was on television. I actually got recognized for it. <laughs> it was the most, and that was like awful when people recognized like, oh, you're that girl from that poker show. I'm like, oh, oh wow. God. Yeah, that's not something that you want. Anyway, that took place in a bingo hall out on like a hundred and something uh, in Southeast Portland. And we'd have to go there. Uh, I think it was like we did it for like two months, like every Sunday. And it was like six hours a day. Wow. Yeah. And staying in this bingo hall. And it was also when you could still smoke inside. Uh-huh. So it was just it, it was like a cloud. In there, it was so smoky and full of crazy bingo ladies. And these bingo ladies would set up like displays, like huge displays of like stuffed animals, have their daubers on different things, uh, have like little like a porcelain pig, and then like a clown doll, and like jewelry and rocks and things. It's like all their lucky charms. Or all something? their lucky charms, and they would have like these ticks that they did, like they were like their special hats. Wow! It was just the most crazy thing. So every weird. Yeah, so for two months, for like eight solid weekends, I spent, you know, six hours there, and I would just watch these crazy, like, between having to give most awkward conversational, like, interviews with the, you know, teddy bear. Uh Oh, it was so bad. And then, to top it all off, the guy who was supposed to pay us disappeared, and we never got paid for it. You never got paid for any of it? No, I didn't remember that part. No, he disappeared. Like, like it was the last (laughs) week, and then, uh... I think, God bless Rick Emerson, I believe that Rick paid me out of the kindness of his heart, but I don't think, the guy disappeared. Oh, put on the wow. Show. Yeah. It was just a weird, weird, weird fucking time. And we do have footage of that, so maybe we'll uh, no, put that up. I, I never I apologize, I can't that. remember who sent that in, because it was years ago, but I do have a DVD copy of some of that at home. Yeah. It was it was awful. Anyway, but the, I'd never seen, I never knew how intricate, and like, bingo people do not want you in their space. They don't want any, like, it, it was just weird. I can picture you being a crazy bingo person. I would not be a crazy bingo you person. You were totally, with your crazy, like, uh, like, like good luck charms and stuff like that. Oh, I couldn't. When you get older, you will be. That would be a slippery be, slope. That would be a slippery slope. You will be the old lady. Everybody will have white hair, but you'll have, like, pink hair, because you're still, you know, you'll be, like, 85 years old with pink hair, because you're, you're. You're young at heart, and then you'll have like your little trinkets and your things. You know you'll be that person, though. You will be that person. But Greg is like young at heart, like I'm a little like kooky dancing lady. Yeah, you'll be the kooky old lady with all of your trinkets. I'm not the kooky old lady. You will be that lady, and you will be very serious about it. All right, well, let's go. Let me go back to my story. Okay. God, sorry, that just totally reminded me. I had a super flashback to that bingo hall. It was so gross. Okay. That's weird. Uh, So police have arrested an 82-year-old man for slashing a woman's tires because he claimed she was sitting in his favorite bingo chair. Uh, Fred Smith, 82 years old. That sounds like an 82-year-old Florida man's (laughs) name, doesn't it? I think people are with me just real quick in the chat on the uh, old old Sarah leaving her cats at home to play bingo. (laughs) Crazy Aunt Sarah's down at the bingo hall again, hiding booze in your purse. Yeah. You'll have purse wine when you go down there. The lucky troll doll! There were so many lucky troll dolls that people had. For bingo? For bingo. Okay. They pull them out and like have them all set around like their their little bingo family. It's going to be you. It is not going to be, gonna be you. you. shut up? <laughs> all right. So uh, 82-year-old Florida man Fred Smith has been charged with criminal mischief when police say he took an ice pick. Oh, my God. This is like, these are such old people names. I love it. Fred Smith uh, took an ice pick to 88-year-old Ethel Britt's van. Wait, why does she have a van? 
She's still driving? Yeah, I guess so. Ethel's out cruising around? Ethel's out cruising around at the bingo parlor. I don't know if I like that. Ethel's kind of a trollop, I hear. Yeah. Uh, So, Fred Smith... Whore. (laughs) (laughs) Ethel, you're a whore! (laughs) (laughs) I am impressed that an 82-year-old was able to take an ice pick and puncture four tires. That is pretty impressive. That's pretty damn impressive. So Fred Smith took an ice pick to Ethel Britt's van during a weekly bingo game. Who still has ice picks? Uh, Fred Smith, duh. Like, what do you need an ice pick for nowadays, other than committing a crime? When's the last time anybody picked ice? Oh, that's a good point. You know? And it's in it's Florida, I, so it's not, like, I think about. it's not like he's in Alaska or something. It's not like You're he not needs... going to, like, pick ice in Alaska. I mean... Yeah, who needs... I know, but who needs an ice pick in Florida? I don't know. Now, that's a really good point, Greg. Thanks. Yeah, these are yeah. these are the these are the thoughts that you. These think. are the things you get with Fun Employment Radio. So this was the uh, the weekly bingo game at the Lake Ashton Retirement Community Clubhouse. It's their weekly bingo game. Well, police say that Fred no Smith. Vista. <laughs> Fred Smith stormed out of the bingo hall and punctured Ethel Britt's tires because she was sitting in his bingo chair that he usually sits in. Mm-mm. Now Fred Smith thought he could get away with it, but he was caught on surveillance video. Uh, after the Lake Wales deputy chief um, confronted Fred Smith, Fred Smith admitted to the crime and expressed regret. It was just the heat of the bingo moment. Oh, boy. The heat of the bingo moment. Uh, Smith faces having to pay $500 in tire jam- damage and also has to pay restitution back to Ethel Britt. Ah, mm-hmm. scandal at the bingo scandal. hall. Scandal. Scandal at the bingo hall. Do you think hall. they're, like, hooking up and stuff at the bingo hall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I talked about when I worked at the uh, retirement home. Yeah, there was the there was the slutty lady who would like every time some and this is just the way it was every time somebody's wife died in in the retirement home. Like this girl, this woman Mercedes, would always move in. She would always like switch tables every night depending on who she was banging at that time. Wow. Ah, Mercedes was. The trollop of all trollops. Man. Yeah. Mercedes. Mercedes. Like, you, you would see somebody, you know, like a, a man and his feeble wife, and then, like, the wife wouldn't be there the next time I worked, and then Mercedes would be Sliding there. right in. She'd be keeping the seat warm. Ready there to provide some comfort. She was very, very comforting to many, many men. Man. Yeah. No, this... No, I, I remember reading articles like STDs in retirement homes and like rest homes are just like abundant. Yeah, I guess at that point, all... I mean, who cares? Yeah, I mean, right? Like, <laughs> who cares? Made it this long. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I think I'm just going to end with that one. There you go, my friends. Fred and Ethel, a story of love, laughter, redemption. Fred and Ethel. Ice picks and bingo. <laughs> That's your world. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. Fred and Ethel. That's uh, that's a magical story. Yeah, I really liked uh, working in a retirement home. Yeah, I, I an old folks home. It was it was great. Yeah, I'd do it again. You want to do it again? I wouldn't mind working with the elderly. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind it. Do you rather work with elderly or children? Do you really even feel like you have to ask me that question? I don't know. <laughs> I think I'd rather work with old people. Okay. All yeah. Right. Um, well, Sarah, should we do a little bit of? Uh, I, I got two different things here because I've got something. I've got some breaking news. All right. Um, it's, it's not quite breaking news as far as it, it happened a, cu- a little bit ago. Okay. But it's very important, and it's kind of shocking information. Shocking? And that's why I'm a little bit uh, – I just want to make sure this, this is brought out under the, a respectful light and that people understand how serious this is. We're going right. to get a little bit serious. What is it? Okay. Radio. Because – 
multiple sources say evidence has now come out. Evidence of what? Bigfoot, Sarah. It's the year of the Squatch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! Yes, indeed. It is time for a Squatch Watch. We've got two different things, Sarah. Okay. Because as I have multiple times stated, this is the year of the Squatch. I know. That's what you said. The year of the Squatch. It's the year of the rock. It's the year well, of the yeah, Squatch. Well, that's your stuff. I do not believe that okay. it's the year of the rock. It's totally the year of the rock, but we can just focus uh, whatever. on the Whatever. Right that now. is secondary and not as important as this. And we all know that. It is the year of the Squatch. And I've got two, two uh, things here. Shocking. Two things. Two shocking, shocking. Sasquatch shocking. updates. And I want to say thank you to all the listeners who have been sending this in and keeping me abreast on the, of the Bigfoot situations like that are going on. Uh, keeping me abreast. Uh, so... This comes from the Bigfoot researchers of the Hudson Valley, Sarah. Oh, my God. The, those researchers are good researchers. Picture evidence. Now, over there, they call them uh, a walker. A well, walker? Like a walker. white walker? Oh, no. Never mind. No, they don't. I okay. said that wrong. Okay. Don't mislead people. Yeah, uh, they, they found a 17-inch track in upstate New York. Now, they've got picture evidence of this, and we'll put a link to this at funemploymentradio.com, too, so you can see it. But clearly, the Bigfoot reachers of the Hudson Valley are proving that there is an upper upper uh, New York State squatch on the loose. What are they called on the East Coast? I thought they were called something different. Uh, well, there's Sasquatches, there's Bigfoots, there's uh, there's the um, Skunk Apes skunk down apes. south. That's, That's down, down south? south? That's okay. down south. Skunk Apes. Okay. Skunk Apes down south. So, yes, they have found a 17-inch track, and then... The second part of the Squatch Watch for today. All right. Comes a little bit closer to home. A little bit closer. Is actually, it? just over in Idaho. And that That's is so close. It's very close. Yeah. Very close. We're in Portland, Oregon. It's not too far from Idaho. And this one, we've got a little bit of evidence here. Now, it's a 21-minute video, 21-minute long video of um, this guy uh, by the name of Anthony Moffat. Anthony Moffat. Anthony Moffat, who is a big Bigfoot researcher, and it's him out there. Should we play all 21 minutes? Oh, absolutely. Okay, let's play all let's 21 stop minutes it of the at, audio. You know, every minute that we have, just to like sit there and. Okay, now I am going to play a little bit of it though, because he on this video records some squatch sounds. Heavy breathing. Now he, while well, he's out in the woods right now, and so he's he's shining his uh, he's looking at a cave that he believes to be a squatch cave. And they're talking about this, so he's gonna he's gonna get on here in a second. He's gonna talk about it, uh, about what he's uh, what he's finding here. I'll fast forward just a little bit. Oh, thank you, Greg. So this is Anthony Moffat. Compelling parts. Anthony Moffat. Now he's out in the woods. He's by himself. Okay, I found a way to cross the stream. I find it shocking that Anthony Moffat's by himself. And uh, now I'm gonna go into the tree tree line here and look uh, for signs, and uh, so we'll keep him posted. Okay, I'm looking for sign. Um, I haven't found any tracks yet, but I did find uh, some stacked rocks on a log. That's pretty interesting. I'm going to share that with you now. Does he think the Sasquatch? Yes. Now right? he's showing video of, a st- of rocks that are stacked on a log. Wow. So I want he's you to know, rocks shooter. are stacked yeah, on two logs. Two rocks stacked on top of this log. And he's giving a full view of them. I'm just trying to give a play-by-play here. So now, whether understand. or not that was done by a human or beast. Remains to be seen. <laughs> Greg, you, this guy needs to be your friend. I kind of want to. All right, I'm going to skip ahead. Is there a payoff? Well, there's... There were two clacks. A few seconds later, two more clacks. So we're just trying to do some clapping. Uh, 
to see if I would hear any kind of response. And uh, so far, I have not. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of so far, he has not. I'll say this. I've watched all a right. few minutes of the video so far. Have you but watched nonetheless, all 21 Anthony minutes? Moffitt, I have not watched it all. Anthony Moffat doing the squatch work that needs to be done in the Sawtooth National Forest over in Idaho. That is your Bigfoot watch. Oh, your squatch God. watch. Bigfoot watch? What's that? I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch. There we go. That was Squatch Watch. Yes, indeed. You know that he never goes by uh, by Tony either. Like he doesn't like it abbreviated. He's just always Anthony. He's Anthony. Yes. He is uh, Anthony. People in the live chat are asking me questions, Sarah. Um, Mr. Denke says I'll be driving through Idaho next week. Should I be concerned? There are a lot of squatches in Idaho. It is true. Mm. It is a very squatchy territory. So squatchy. Um, Stick to the main roads. Don't be by yourself. Don't look one in the eyes if you see one. And those are those are kind of the main things. And more, if you hear any noises like cracking or branches when you're out in the woods, it's probably a Sasquatch. I mean, so it couldn't be anything else. There's a good chance if you see a hair on something, it's probably a squash hair. And assume that it's that's what it is. That is what it that's is. The safest way. I mean, it's way. either a Sasquatch or it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, people are saying I need to make a Sasquatch video like this, and that's true. That's true. I, I probably oh, should. Oh, my God. I probably just should do some squatch hunting. Yeah, you should. You, okay. could be, you could be Portland's own Bobo. No, I don't want to be known as Bobo. You could be Portland Bobo. No, I'm not Portland Bobo. <laughs> Portland Bobo Nibbler. No, that is not going to be it. All right, let's move on to something Portland, else. Let's do a little bit of ball talk. Portland Bobo Nibbler, the squatch hunter. Yes. We have something there, Greg. <laughs> no, we do not have something where I'm going to be Portland Bobo. It's like I'm a uh, Portland Bobo. I've been uh, I've been clacking some trees trying to get to some responses from the from the from the squatches. I think you have cakes. I think you have more of a market. You should be the one that I can does be a it. lady squatch hunter. Lady squatch. Oh my god, it could be a reality show about me trying to find a, fa- a sasquatch and saying um like something like I could be called the forest wife. <laughs> forest wife? <clears throat> yep, my reality show would be me hunting for sas- maybe I love sasquatches. Maybe I feel like a men have not. Oh, like that kind of a romance. Maybe it's like a romance of the ages. Maybe I could be like. It could You're be like saying you the, want to mate with a squatch. It could be like The Bachelorette, but with squatches. You want and a I squatch could be, mate. Yeah, I want to like win a date with a squatch. It could be called Forest Wife, where I'm trying to you really, find my perfect Sasquatch. I think the heat's getting to you. I'm just going to let you keep going down this train, but I think once you realize what it is that you're actually saying. Ooh, people are, okay, uh, Alex in chat said that uh, Paul would uh, be down with a squatch hunt with me. Maybe we'll have to organize a Fun Employment Radio squatch hunt. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. A Fun Employment Radio squatch hunt. That needs to happen, and it's going to. We're, we're right. doing that. All right, we'll figure out. Just a bunch of drunken idiots wandering around no, the woods. No, no, it's serious scientific work. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. We've balls. just got a couple of different things here in ball talk. Just a smattering, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Of course, the FIFA scandal continues. However, Sepp Blatter, the uh, head of FIFA, was shockingly elected to another term as the head of FIFA. So the uh, the scandal and everything hasn't quite reached him yet. So there we go. There is that. Okay. Uh, moving on. Do you think it ever will reach him? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's kind of like a mafia organization. You don't usually get to the to the top guy. 
Okay. Usually that They'll just doesn't They'll get to the toppermost of the poppermost. That's not really how anybody says it in that kind of situation. But mm. yes, that I suppose would be correct. All right, moving on. Uh, there is this. This is just some good old-fashioned trolling that I approve of, though. It's, it's the kind where nobody gets hurt. Uh, however, Philadelphia Phillies manager Ryan Sandberg is not very happy about it. All right. So Ryan Sandberg... Um, you know, former star of the Chicago Cubs, now head coach or manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, is upset with the Washington Nationals for what they did when the Phillies were taking batting practice before the game against the Nationals. Okay. So the Phillies were out on the field taking their batting practice, and the Washington Nationals decided to play some music that they felt would be uninspiring. They played um, Eric uh, Carmen's All By Myself, <laughs> REM's Everybody Hurts, Kansas's Dust in the Wind, and that's the songs they were playing while they were taking batting practice, which, that's just that's just funny. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Well, Ryan Sandberg threw a big fit about it. He said, it's Bush League and relevant. What's the point? And uh, it started uh, getting very upset about it. Because I think of that's, the music. Yes, because of the music. I think that's funny, and kudos to the Washington Nationals. Moving on to Ball Talk. Um, the NBA playoffs will be taking place, of course, next week, mm-hmm. and I will be making my prediction on that next week. When did they start? Is it like next Wednesday? Sure. Sometime next week. Sometime next week. Yeah, sometime next week, where the Cleveland Cavaliers will be taking on the Golden State Warriors, Woo-hoo. and so that's going to be happening next week. Of course, Steph Curry versus LeBron James. Uh, moving on to ball talk. It's a little bit of a slow ball ball day. Um, I'm going to come back to something with those finals, but I do have this, and this is something. That a fine lister by the name of Patch from Cincinnati wrote in and asked for me to predict. Oh boy! Because he knows of my skills. Skills. So I this just, is I'm... a soccer match where Arsenal, sorry, a very famous, famous uh, club from uh, from England. Okay. Taking on Aston Villa. Aston Villa versus Arsenal. This is a big match, and I took a lot of time after Patch wrote in, and I analyzed some of the statistics of the situation. Okay. I crunched the As numbers. You do. Mm-hmm. I took a look at what the weather's going to be. I took a look at the players. I took a look at like the, what the players' like lives are like, so if they're in a good mood, if they're in a bad mood, somebody's sick, somebody having trouble at home, all these kinds of things that I analyze. This is what goes into my hours and hours and hours of analyzation for these predictions, and I've determined who is going to win this match. Okay. And who is it? The winner of Arsenal versus Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Oh, you just upset a lot of Aston Arsenal Villa. fans, dude. Aston Villa is going to beat Arsenal. Aston Villa will beat Arsenal. That is my prediction. Oh, man. Okay. You do you do what you want to. Yep, there it is. So there, now you know that one. And finally in ball talk, I do have this. Since we are coming up on these NBA Finals, the impending NBA Finals, which will be happening next week, I figure it's only appropriate that I play some uh, fan songs from both teams. Oh, this one God. comes from the 80s. It's an 80s cap song. This could be Bruce Springsteen. Oh my god. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't mind that song. That's an 80s one. Yeah, it's, it's from the 80s. So there we go. That is a calf song. We'll have some more songs for you. Coming up next week. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> Greg's exhausted himself. I am spent of Ball Talk. So there we go. I, I want to say something about uh, yesterday's show. We've had quite a few comments um, from people about Arnez, Arnez J, who was on the show yesterday. People really loved our interview with him. If you have oh, not heard great. that, take a listen to that one uh, from yesterday. And uh, it is, uh, yeah, it, he was he was awesome. He, he was, was awesome. yeah, so. he was incredible. He was just as charismatic in person as he sounds on the show. Yeah, and, and inspiring. I might, I must add, he, he was. He yeah, was. it was he, good. He talked right to you, Greg. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So Arnaz J, uh, you can find that at FunEmploymentRadio. Yeah, and he'll be at Helium all weekend, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go check him out, 7.30 and 10 Friday, which and, is today. And, and while you're out and about, you might as well just go up Hawthorne a little bit more and go to uh, 37th and Hawthorne. That's a great idea, Greg. Because right there is where you find Asylum. Mm-hmm. Asylum, the amazing sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. I like that, where you find Asylum. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, I just I just got that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty. Wait a minute, I'm the one that said it, though, so I... But I don't credit. think you knew what you were saying. I yeah, but I deserve the credit for it because no, I'm the one that said it. No, just because you said something doesn't mean you knew what you were saying. We say a lot of things. 37th and Hawthorne, where you'll find asylum. asylum. No, you're ruining it when you're talking over it when I'm doing it. I'm going to take it from you. No, let me do it. Okay, let me do it once, and then you do it, and then we'll see who does it better. Okay. No, we, okay, we got to mute the other thing okay. real quick. Okay, okay. Asylum, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, of course. and They're located there. Come to 37th and Hawthorne. Will you find? Dang it, I messed it up. <laughs> you totally. Okay, you're not one more snapping. time. One more time. Oh my god, you can't snap. Come to Thirty Seventh and Hawthorne, where you'll find asylum. What is with that at the end? That was pretty good. Tacky. That was no, pretty that was good. Super tacky. That was not tacky. That was good. That was super. That tacky. was adding production value. Okay, fine. You do it. <clears throat> all right. Mm-hmm. You have to say just the same line. That's all the line is. You can't can't add more onto it. Head to Thirty Seventh and Hawthorne. Where you'll find asylum. It, it's not a swingers joint. <laughs> that's what that sounded like. That that's that's no. Head to head to thirty seventh and Hawthorne, where you'll find asylum. Again, asylum. no. Now I feel like I'm going to some <laughs> kind of bondage place. That what is if, not. What, what about it, my voice? Sounds like a bondage. I don't place. know the way you say it. Why do you have to say it like that? I don't know. You made it sound all creepy. No, asylum is a fantastic place. It by is the way, a fantastic full of place. vintage furniture, amazing, amazing products. It's it's just a great oh, store. Go I in have, there. Uh, how about this one? Find Asylum <coughs> at 37th and Hawthorne. Yeah, that was good. No, I don't think that, that is. That was good. That was real good. I, I really think there's something about it that's just... What ugh. is it? I, it's not like I act It's in, creepy the way you're doing it. Why is it creepy? There's something... Why the way... That's just... That's Find just plain, Asylum at 37th and Hawthorne. That's not the way I'm doing it. it it's you, kind of the way you're doing it. Why are you talking like do, that? Do one more. Do one more. Find Asylum at 37th and Hawthorne. Oh, that was a good one. That is not a good that one. That was so good. Find Asylum at 37th and Hawthorne. See, that's good. No, that, that was wasn't good. good. That, that wasn't was good. good. It was smooth. It had a little bit of a little bit of an up and down, but it was really clear. It was, what was too going up on. and too down. No, it was not. It says, "Hey, I want to come in here and I want to have a good time because it's nobody place wants is to come in and meet the uh, like. If your voice is attached to that, nobody wants to meet the Find person. Asylum at 37th and Hawthorne. You, uh, you're like." Production guy comes out a lot when you, uh, as soon as you go for the reverb knobs over there. Yeah, but the reverb is the reverb does not make something classier. The reverb always classes things. It up. It does not class things well, up. What will class 
everyone up is Asylum. Uh, we have done a terrible job of that. Asylum is fantastic. <laughs> uh, definitely go down there and check them out. 37th and Hawthorne. They are a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. And also pick up a Fun Employment Radio hat. Awesome. It's getting warm out here in Portland, Oregon. You need a hat to protect yourself. Mm. Pick up a Fun Employment Radio ball cap at Asylum. Also, I uh, want to remind you to follow us on Twitter because we are getting more and more into that Periscope thing. And we're going to yes. be interviewing Lil Bub. So that's going to be happening tomorrow at 9.45 in the morning. Uh, so you want to stay tuned to our Twitter accounts. If you aren't following us, follow us at Fun Imp Radio because mm-hmm. we will be doing a Periscope from the interview. Hopefully. Hopefully. If, yeah, if, if it if, all pans If out. the actual interview doesn't and happen, then a... we'll do something after the interview. We'll, we'll, we have to wait to find out. But yeah. we will do one tomorrow. Yes, for absolutely. Sure. Uh, but I mean, just so that's the best way you can follow us. You can see our shenanigans, see what we're up to. Follow at, us on Twitter at Fun Amp Radio. Yep. Perfect. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Uh, we love doing this show. We love you guys that listen. It's all because of you that we get to do all so, these things. We love you so much. And, thank uh, you. And thank you. And, um, yeah, just listen to the show. That's, that's, really, that's really what we would like. And share it. Tell other people. And if you really liked yesterday's interview with Arnez J, which we've been getting a lot of feedback um, from people saying it direct, post it on your Facebook. Let other people hear it. Uh, you know, let some friends know that maybe have never listened to the show. Share that uh, on your own Twitter Perfect. pages. That would be cool. Have a magical weekend, everyone. All right. Thanks so much. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.